you want to hear my shirt quote really quick to kick (gasps) it off? It's so cute. It's it's TJ Maxx. It says, everything blooms in its own time. Aw, I love that. Welcome to the Deep Dietitians podcast, where Michelle and Lucy having raw and honest conversations. We want you to eat with confidence and feel empowered to take on your life without obsessing over food. Welcome back, Deep Dietitian listeners. We're so excited to talk to you today because Michelle has a wonderful topic that I'm excited to kind of dive into. Would you like to enlighten us, Michelle? Yes. So as you guys know, we just started a new season, spring, which is super exciting. I I don't know about you guys, but I love the warm weather. Um, So there's so much to look forward to, I feel like, as we go into the, the spring season. And with that, I've also noticed just like I feel like every year around this time, some of you have been writing in how you're feeling a little stressed or anxious because of the change of season. And that means we're even closer to summer. And some of you even say that with the warmer weather coming, you start to feel this pressure to look a certain way for summer. And I don't know about you, Lucy, but I just feel like that's like one of the realest things that we can hear of just, it just, whether we, you know, maybe in your journey, you don't feel that same pressure, but depending on where you are, I feel like that's super common. So we just want you to know you're not alone in that. Um, And we're going to kind of unpack that a little bit today. Thank you for sharing that. I'm excited to talk about this because I think it is such a like universal feeling from a lot of people. And I mean, I truly just think it's just like societal pressure and diet culture. That's like, all right, it's bikini season. And there's a condition on like how you have to look in a bikini. And so I think consistently uh, questioning that, like whether we're internalizing that message and like, obviously you get to feel good in your body. And I think there's a fine line of like feeling like you feel bad about yourself because you have to meet a societal standard or whatever you think that is. But also knowing that you do get to feel good about yourself and you should, I think, like be able to feel good about yourself. So I think it is a really good topic to dive into just because, like I said, I think a lot of people experience it. And I I think that's why like the work is called a practice, you know, (laughs) so we get to consistently practice this. No, I completely agree. I think that it's a mix of exactly what you just said. It's kind of like society and diet culture, we start to see these messages around this time of year of hashtag bikini ready and blah, blah, blah. And all these kind of like what might even sometimes seem like harmless on the surface, these messages, but actually are kind of suffocating or overwhelming or anxiety provoking. Um, And it's kind of like, if you don't consciously like filter that as we always talk on here about that filter it can really be detrimental and where we stand you know one of my biggest concerns for for everyone listening is that when we start to have those thoughts and we start to internalize those thoughts it can more often than not result in behaviors that are the opposite of nourishing Mm -hmm. um, for our mind body and soul so I think it's important to you know, start there and just be aware of it and kind of ask yourself, like, 
are these messages affecting me? And if so, how, you know, maybe there, maybe some of you guys are like, nope, like I, I don't care about that stuff. Like, or that doesn't bother me. Um, whereas some of you might realize like, wow, like when I hear a message like that, I, you know, start to get curious on like what cleanse I should start, or I start to eat less throughout the day or, or whatever that is. So I'm just, I, I feel like that's the first place to start with this topic mm-hmm. yeah. for those of you listening. It's true. And I think like the key thing that starts to happen is we start to care more about what we think we look like than how we feel. And I think as soon as you start to deviate or you focus on how you how you want to appear more than how you feel, I think that's when you start to lose touch with yourself, literally. Like you lose that connection that's actually going to keep you feeling good and sustainable in your health for the long run. And you're going to do things like you said, Michelle, which is things that are actually not serving your health, mind, body, soul. So I think it is really important to say like, yes, we can acknowledge that we're having these feelings and be really critical on how it's actually, and not critical, but just discerning on how it's affecting your behavior and if it's affecting your behavior. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I think the obvious reason of why these messages start to make us feel that maybe that pressure or that anxiousness would be because, you know, the summertime and the warmer weather usually results Mm -hmm. for, for many of us, less clothing. So like you said, bikini season, things like that. And that can be obviously a time where you want to look good. You want to feel confident in a bathing suit on the beach, whatever it is, um, you know, that you choose to do in the summer. So I, I do again, want to kind of like validate like anyone who, maybe realizes that they are affected and do start to feel a negative way or that it impacts you negatively. Because I think Mm -hmm. that's, I think that's pretty like self-explanatory of (laughs) why you would want to look good because, you know, the more skin you show, the more kind of like vulnerable, I guess it is. And the pressures to look a certain way, you can't really hide yourself as much in a bikini (laughs) than you can in like a sweater and hashtag sweater season. Yeah. No, I think it's true. And I think, like you said, it's like when you, it's about being seen and like, there's this element of vulnerability that comes in when you are seen. And I think like, whether it's like you showing up and posting pictures on the internet, like, you know, like you and I, like, that's a fear that I think we both have had to overcome is like being seen on social media for who we are, you know? And it's like the same thing where it's like thinking, oh no, I will be, I will be opening myself up to other people's judgment. And when that comes, Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to say, all right, like, hold the phone before we do any of that. Let's focus on how you feel about yourself because what you think of yourself matters the most. And Mm -hmm. that's not to say like, I wish that people wouldn't make body comments or anything like that, but people are just going to, it just, hopefully we can, you know, get the message out there. I feel like that's like my, my life's mission, (laughs) but it's, it feels like we're opening ourselves up to receive judgments from people. And some people, especially like based on your body size, like I know people in larger bodies typically will get more comments, like negative comments on their body. So of course you would fear that if you're in that situation. But what's really important is that you're thinking about how you are seeing yourself and how you want to feel and what's going to make you feel really good moving into the warmer weather, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does. I love how you said that because I think Anytime I think we're like triggered or anxious or, or a feeling that's unpleasant, it, it's a clue or a cue, whichever one makes more sense here mm-hmm. to something more. So maybe if, if that, if bikini season or the summer season is triggering you, it is a good way to kind of explore like, well, what about it 
is why am I anxious? Okay. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to be in a bathing suit or whatever that is. Um, and I'm afraid of that commentary or, you know, just explore what that looks like for you. And then it's like, well, why am I afraid to be in a, in a bathing suit? Well, I don't really feel good in my body. And I, I think most of the times it, I don't know if you would agree, Lucy, but like, that's what it comes back to, right? Like mm-hmm. we feel anxious. Mm-hmm. If you, if you feel anxious towards like, summer season or being in a bikini, it's because most likely because you're not comfortable in your body right now for some reason. Yeah. So that, I think that's a place to start because that's where we can kind of get curious if that is the case, which more often than not, I think it is. And then we can ask ourselves, like meet ourselves with love and compassion and say, okay, like, why am I not comfortable? Well, I feel really out of shape or, you know, for me, like, I feel like I've gained weight over the quarantine. I think a lot of people are facing that like right now, Mm -hmm. um, at least from what I've heard in my Mm -hmm. community. And a lot of people are realizing like, oh my gosh, this this is a result of me not having nourished myself in a way um, that I, you know, wish that I could have Mm -hmm. in this past year, which by the way, like, I just want to remind anyone who's like, being hard on themselves about that. Like, I just want to remind you that like what we've all faced collectively is something that no one's ever faced before. So beating yourself up about, you know, your body right now and like the result of what happened in the past year is in my opinion, like, yes, probably common, but like not like you have a, I don't want to say you have a past, but like, I don't see remember to not be super hard on yourself mm-hmm. about that. I mean, yeah. What do you think with that sidestep, Lucy? I, I don't know if, no, I, if you caught my drift of that whole tangent. Yeah, because I think that we have a lot of ideas and stereotypes about what it means to gain weight, which is like, oh, like you've given up on yourself. And I think there's a negative connotation about sweater weather. I get to like not care about how I feel and I'm going to let my body go to crap. Like, I think that's like a pretty toxic mentality to have, but I think that's kind of the implicit sweater weather and then transitioning to like summer beach body weather. It's like, okay, well, if my body doesn't look a certain way, it means I don't care about it. And I think that's obviously not true. Otherwise nobody would have these feelings about fearing going into bikini season, you know, or bikini like bathing suit season. And so number one, understanding like, what is it that you believe in? How are you framing the situation to say like, okay, like I haven't shown up for myself. What if we also like celebrated ourselves for getting through a flipping pandemic, first of all, (laughs) you know, like, oh my goodness, you're actually here. Like, let's celebrate that and understand, like you said, like we're going through a lot, you know, a lot of us have a lot of elevated stress. We've been facing a lot of like mental health issues that maybe you've never faced before, you know, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things and your body's going to change again. Like there's, it's normal to have weight fluctuations, totally normal. But I think to have this idea that like, it means that you've given up on yourself or whatever it means to you that your body or looks that you, different. I was just yeah, going to say, you, or that you have to have like less confidence because yeah. your body changed. Like I think yeah. sometimes, yes, it, that goes hand in hand sometimes. Cause you know, when you feel physically well and fit, like I think sometimes it's a natural reaction with your confidence, but I think there Mm -hmm. are some people out there too who think like, oh, if I'm five pounds overweight, I can't be confident. Like, oh, I gained weight during the pandemic, then I can't show up on the beach confident. And it's like, actually, girl, like you totally can because confidence is a decision to own where you're at. 
in my opinion. So like, if Mm -hmm. you own yourself and like you own, like, yeah, I did gain 10 pounds or I did not nourish my body or like whatever. And, and this doesn't have to be like an outward conversation to the people, but just (laughs) when you own it to yourself and you're like, you know what, Mm -hmm. this is what happened. That's okay. You might then realize that there's another version of a confident you that's available and it doesn't have to be when you're back at your old weight or when you look like you used to. Yeah. How can you be confident right now? That's like what I would Yeah. That's what I would say. Sorry, I just butted in there and I no, love that. Cause I think it is a good point to say, like, you know, because we do get this in our head of like, well, I can't be confident until XYZ. And it's like, why not? Why not? You know, and like that's when we have these ideas of like, oh, well, because I look a certain way. Okay, well, why can't you own that? And so I think that is a really important question to ask. And I just want to like nod to anybody because it's like, again, there's a lot of reasons that we will gain weight. And sometimes, you know, people who have been like constantly dieting or whatnot, sometimes it's like your your eating patterns may not change, but like the levels of stress might affect your weight and stuff like that. So there's so many other things that are going into it. And so like, again, be gentle on yourself. But I think sometimes like maybe it is like an idea of you are recognizing, Hey, like I just haven't really been stepping up for myself. And this is one motivator that is getting me to say, I do want to step up and do better for myself. And it doesn't have to mean in like eating again, like Mm -hmm. nourishment comes in many different ways. Like maybe it means you're sleeping better. Maybe it means you're taking care of stress. Maybe it means you're moving more, whatever it is. Like I think under every like fear, there's kind of like a positive message under there. So it mm-hmm. could be like, oh, okay, I do want to do really well for myself. I want to do the hard things that maybe I haven't been doing yet because I have been dealing with a lot of stress or I have been feeling like a failure, but you know what? I get to step up and feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be something that's motivating me. And that's okay. But again, I think it needs to come from that healthy place, not from the place of like, well, I can't, I don't deserve to be confident until I look X, Y, Z, or I, or I lose X, Y, Z pounds or whatever. Like, I don't think that's a healthy mentality to take. I think it's like, oh, I'm recognizing now that I don't like how I've been showing up for myself and I want to show up for myself better. This is what it looks like. And I'm going to be fueled because I want to be like, the actions are what give you confidence. I wish I could like say that a million times. It's like Mm. the action is what gives you the confidence. So I think it can be like a change of season can be a change in motivation, but I think it should come from like the soul nourishing place. Yeah, the empowered place. Totally. You said two things in there that I think are really important, like with feeling maybe that pressure of now, okay, oh my gosh, the summer's coming. I like how you're saying like, it's that feeling could actually be used as a positive thing. Like, okay, fine. Like you feel pressure. Why? Because, okay, you're, we identify like it's, there's a really good chance that it's because you're not happy with the appearance of your body or how you're feeling in your body. Okay. That's fine. And what can we then do? That's going to be the nourishing thing to then change that because that's, what's going to help not only, you know, you physically feeling good, but I think mentally increasing your confidence as well. So with that, I I feel like in a second, we can kind of talk about like what that can look like instead of the alternative of like Mm -hmm. falling down diet cultures, Mm -hmm. you know, tricks. But I I just want to, before we like pivot, I just want to remind people too, and like a a vetting question for themselves is like, when we say we feel that pressure with the summer coming, is that pressure from like what you just said, Lucy, where you're just like, okay, you know what, crap, the summer's coming. I want to feel good in the, in the summer because I'm going to be wearing less clothing. And like, that's just what I just am more confident when I feel good. I mean, when I, when I look and feel good with less clothes, like that makes sense. And, or is that pressure 
a sign from someone else where you're just like taking that on and like feeling like you, Oh, like, cause everyone else starts to feel pressure. So it's just like kind of a knee jerk reaction to like better find a diet because you're just in this like hamster wheel where someone else is pressuring you. I don't know if, if yeah. that like makes sense, but I just want yeah. people to ask like, who's assigning that pressure. Is it kind of like a positive, like sometimes I think pain could be positive in the sense like it, it demands our attention. If like we just said, okay, maybe quarantine, you realize like you wish you were nourishing your body more. And now this pressure is kind of could be a positive thing where you just want to show up for your body now. And it's a reminder of that, or is it a pressure that's like inflicted by someone else and it, and it can turn into like, you'll never be good enough anyways, because you always carry this pressure. Yeah. I don't know. If- I like what you're saying because I think it is really important. And I think this is just like the message that we constantly try to share, which is, is this motivation coming from external? Like you have to fit into a box to be good enough. Or is it like, oh crap, I want to feel really good and I know how to do it. Like, and I deserve that. I think that's kind of what it comes down to. Because I think too, when we have like a deadline on making these changes, it's like, oh crap. Like I know it takes time to like change my body and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So we feel this elevated pressure to do things within a specific time frame. And I think that's the tipping point to do more extreme behaviors, which ultimately don't honor your physical health or your mental or emotional health. So I'm curious if you're like catching what I'm, what I'm saying, what does that look like? What do you think like the differences look like for disempowered actions versus empowered actions? I think doing what it, that's like the main difference is what I meant to say, um, is that you will, when you're, when that, when it's coming from like a place of, I guess, like not a nourished place and it's coming from like, I need quick or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, it's going to look like, I feel like when, okay, how can I drop weight the quickest? How can I see changes in my body the fastest? I don't really care if it's at the expense of my actual health, as long as I'm losing weight or looking good in the bikini or, blah, 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 all these types of things. Um, and I, and I think like only you can really sense that for yourself. I mean, maybe we could sense it because it's, it's, we work with so many people, but that's what I would kind of ask yourself. Like, are you doing it because you're just trying, like, you don't care if it's at the expense of your health, you just want to lose weight. You just want to look good in the bikini or are you doing something because you're like, okay, I really want to like move past this. So I don't find myself in this position again, like this time next year. And I don't want to say like, oh my gosh, you're doomed if it's the former, like the first situation, but it's going to be really hard to do the nourishing things. If you are looking for that quick thing, like, oh, by summer, I don't care if it's at the expense of my health. Um, and that's kind of just something that I feel like, you know, moving through, (laughs) is the only way to overcome that. But I was just sharing with a client yesterday, like who was feeling those same pressures and she's been on a, on a healthy, you know, a a healthy nourishing wellness journey, but she's still feeling the pressures of the summer coming. And what we were talking about is that rarely do we ever hear the words, you know, quickly or fast and healthy. Um, Or, or I should say rarely are those two words ever like, in alignment with each other, like in the same sentence, because when it comes to your health and like really doing the nourishing things, it's 
going to be uncommon if it's going to like get you there super quick. Like if it's getting Mm -hmm. you there super quick, like it's probably not the healthy thing, which is, I feel like what is so challenging for so many people. And it's so tempting this season, especially because we said, you know, summer's just a couple months away and the long-term effects of the the quick fix is definitely going to be, I think, a bigger detriment than if you just, if we can kind of like not choose that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Cause I think that like, I feel like there's a fine line of like letting your appearance spur actions and behaviors just because then you're like chasing changes in your body that might be unrealistic just because I think that social media and just like diet culture kind of skews what's realistic to change in your body. Whereas like it can come from a healthy place, I think, but at the same time, like if it's coming at the expense of your health, obviously that's not healthy, right? It's at the expense of your health. So I think there's a healthy line to draw to say like, okay, like maybe this is like a little bit more of a motivation to just treat myself well and do what feels good and have the patience with myself. So if I'm doing the actions that feel really good and I'm still like not super excited about my appearance, I'm still going to love myself and have fun at the beach. You know, like I think there's like that healthy line because again, I think when we have like, there's higher stakes, I don't really know how else to say it. It's just like, we feel like there's higher stakes because again, there's this potential judgment from other people and ourselves, whatever that means. And that's okay if you're in that place. But again, I think that's where it's like taking the action and then learning the skills of loving yourself because changing your body size doesn't teach you self-love skills. Like that's really, it's not confident skills. It's not self-love skills. And yes, it might change how you perceive yourself, but like, it's not necessarily going to teach you confidence skills. So I think taking actions for your health Yes. And also the self-love and like self-acceptance piece is crucial. And I think that we can't bypass that. Totally. And even like changing your physical body for the season, isn't going Mm -hmm. to teach you necessarily health and Mm -hmm. healthy habits and how to eat and, you know, be healthy sustainably. So I think that the, the issue with this or like the, the real problem at hand is when we're feeling that pressure to be thin before the summer or whatever that is, is it goes back to putting so much weight <laughs> for lack of a better term yeah. in, in weight on our appearance and our aesthetics this time mm-hmm. of year. Like that's where I think the, the real work needs to be done on yeah. of like, why are we putting so much um, of our value in what we look like in a bikini on the beach. Mm -hmm. Like why are we putting so much value or weight on other people's opinions of us? Like, I think that's the stuff that we have to kind of work through and remind ourselves that, you know, how can I remind myself that I'm worthy of love? I'm worthy of having a fun time at the beach. I am worthy of being confident and loving myself and all of these things in the body that I am in right now. Um, and how can I get more comfortable with my body being in this position that it's in this summer season and, and more accepting of it. And I think that it's not necessarily like, oh, that means like, you're just not going to try or like, you're just not, you're not going to nourish yourself and work towards good health and your physical goals or whatever that is. But I think you can't bypass that work of like, why are these things triggering you so much? Um, Because when you can break, when you can explore that and learn to like make peace with that and break through with that, that's going to allow you to not only feel better mentally, but sustain the patience 
that is required to, to reach your physical goals in a healthy way. Cause I think that's the other thing too, Lucy, people forget about the mental work as we know. And people also forget that like things aren't that instantaneous with our health. Like when Mm -hmm. we want to like lose weight and tone up and like make real sustainable changes in our body and in our health, like it's not done. I'm sorry, sisters who's listening to this, but like, it's not done in four, eight weeks or like four, eight weeks. It's just not like, and I say this from like a heart centered place, but like, if you happen to put on like maybe a significant amount of weight for you during the quarantine. And like, you're listening to this say in April and you're trying to lose it all real fast in a month's time or two months time. I I don't mean to be negative, but it's like, it's not necessarily going to happen in a healthy way. Like we need to learn patience in order to restore our body back to good health. Like I'm, I, I don't mean to trigger anyone by saying that, but like, I think we forget that like things don't happen overnight. And the best thing you could do is like learn how to like accept and move through the discomfort while continuing to do the nourishing things, then get on the diet train. Like the diet train looks really freaking sexy. Cause you're like, Oh, promise 20 pound weight loss by in a month. I'm out. I, sign me up. Mm-hmm. Whereas like the nourishing thing is like, oh yeah, you can lose some sustainable, like you can lose weight sustainably, but it's going to take a longer time. No one wants to really hop on that train. Yeah. Especially when, again, it's like we feel this pressure to lose weight and look a specific way. And it's so true. And there's a lot of things that you said that I think are so good because it's like, yes, there is so much mental work and I just want to like mic drop. (laughs) I feel like because like a lot of things that, if you are subscribing to like the shiny thing, like you said, like quick and easy does not equal health usually. So if you're enrolling in that, you're only going to go back to the place where I'm assuming you've probably been before. If you're listening to this and you're like, okay, like I tried to diet and then it didn't work. And then tried to diet and then it didn't work sustainable. Like whatever you can do consistently that is going to work for like a year plus that's what's worth your time and your effort. So and I, I think the only way too that you, that most people what I'm trying to reiterate is that in order to like have the patience with that, you have to kind of explore like the mental work that I don't know. I think people want to subscribe to diet culture and the quick fix. Cause they think it's going to like take the pain away quicker, like lose the weight. Yeah. And then people <laughs> will look at you differently or like whatever, yeah. like in a more positive light, which unfortunately that is sometimes the reality, which yeah. sucks. Like, yeah. you know, that really does suck. And, and I hear it a lot of times when people are like, Oh, I was at my unhealthiest weight and I got the most attention then, or yeah. just because what people are saying are like on the outside might seem like, Oh, it's, it's the favorable thing that doesn't always mean it's a healthy thing. It's true. Well, I think like, that's where it's like, we want to do the work to like uninternalize that negative stigma and also do the work. I think collectively to say like, take away fat phobia from our society. Like I would love for that to happen because then that wouldn't be a reality you know, where you feel like where people like truly do get different attention and different types of attention at different weights, but also doing the internal work and having the patience with yourself is so important. And like, this is part of like, that's part of the mental game of like winning the body confidence game is like realizing that how you look doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of easy to say, but when you take away that 
stigma of like how much, like you said, weight, no pun intended, that you're putting on your appearance, you don't feel as much of the stress to do the unhealthy things. And that way you can actually focus on the intrinsic motivation to treat yourself better with health and kindness and respect and do the soul nourishing things. And that's when you start to flow and things I think happen faster and feel better versus being on this constant diet train where you're feeling good and then bad and then good and then bad and good and bad and losing weight and gaining weight and losing weight and gaining weight. And just like driving your self-esteem down into the ground, you know? Mm -hmm. I think the point we're trying to make is that the pressure will feel less. And when the pressure feels less, you can do the more nourishing thing. Mm -hmm. When you take some of the weight, (laughs) we need to think of a better word, some of the weight off of like feeling like your appearance is the main thing that matters. So Mm -hmm. when you kind of can like work through that mental stigma and we are acknowledging that it's really hard because we do live in a primarily fat phobic society where there's a lot of, you know, negative connotations. And then there's a lot of praise for, you know, thinness. So no one's, no one's saying that it's easy by any means. What we are saying though, is for the sake of your health and making more nourishing choices is if you can take some of the, the weight of, oh my gosh, like looking a certain way, looking sexy in a bikini means like I'm a worthy human and I'm lovable and all of these things. And if we can restart, rewrite the story, starting with ourselves, like I am worthy and lovable regardless of my outside appearance. My outside appearance is not the only thing that matters. People will love, respect, and accept me and see my value beyond my physical appearance. Like if we can start shifting that, it starts to ease some of that pressure to look a certain way in our physical body. And I know that it's so hard. And for some people that might sound like gibberish and like so far, so far fetched, but it truly starts there when we can tell ourselves that, and we can start to believe that I think you would really be amazed at how people start treating you because you start treating yourself differently. You start looking Mm -hmm. at yourself differently. So the people that you start coming in contact with the experiences that you have, they start matching that. And like, I know that might sound a little woo, but it's absolutely true. Right. Because yes, there's a lot of fat phobic people out there. And yes, there's a lot of like negative experiences that you can face. And there's a lot of people who aren't fat phobic, who do love respect and appreciate you and see your worth way beyond your physical body. And there's, I think there's icons and idols out there and even just your everyday women who you, and and we talk about this on another episode. It's like, you know, that woman who she might, she doesn't have the perfect body. She might not even be like the conventional prettiest girl or woman in the room, but like, there's something about her that she's so confident. And, you know, she has that loving relationship. She has those deep friendships and all of these things. And it's like, she doesn't fit your status quo, perfect and thin or beautiful and thin, whatever, but she still has all these beautiful experiences and I, and I can guarantee almost everyone listening probably knows someone who's like that. And you're like, you know what? Conventionally on the outside, like she's, you know, not society's perfect. And I guess she does have those things or, or that woman who's in a larger body, but she's confident, confident as heck, like out there on mm-hmm. the beach every summer and you don't see her holding back. So for when your minds are like, oh no, I don't believe that Michelle, it's just a reminder to be like, 
it really starts from within and it is possible to like meet yourself where you're at in the larger body that maybe you're, you're feeling like you're in right now, or you are in right now and still do nourishing things and, and have like favorable experiences, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. This is what I always come back to. It's like, well, why do we like, why do we think that we can't be in like why someone can't be in a larger body and have a loving and fulfilling and like fun life. Why do we feel the pressure to lose weight anyway? Or like, you know, why is there pressure to lose weight for a season anyway? Why can't you just be confident right now? And like, when you start questioning those things, that's when all these answers are going to pop up to help you do the internal work. And again, it's like the realistic view to say, yes, we live in like diet culture. So that is a reality. And uninternalizing it so you can be part of the conversation, part of the people, the group of people who are loving and accepting of everybody and enrolling in the health at every size or whatever you want to call it. But like, again, not fat phobic <laughs> group of people. Like as long, like when you start to do that, like you're saying, Michelle, you will see that there's people out there like that. But again, starting to just question, like, where did I get these messages from? Like, why do we think that losing weight is going to be better anyway? Like, because you don't have to, like, you don't even have to pursue weight loss. I think some people don't realize that that's not a thing. Right. Like, you don't have to. You really well, don't have to. Yeah. And that's what I meant too. Like when we, you are asking yourself like, okay, you feel this pressure. Is it that pressure? Because you're like, it's a clue for you. Like, oh wait, like I do feel really out of shape. And for me, like I want to get back in shape and things like that. The summer's coming, whatever we're using that maybe, like you said, as like a positive external motivator um, to do empowered things for yourself. Or do you find yourself like not feeling like that, but just feeling this pressure because society's like, oh, summer's coming. You got to look hot Mm -hmm. and you got to drop 27 pounds, like whatever it is. Yeah. You just ask yourself, because that's so true. Yeah. Like you just said, Lucy, like you don't even need to necessarily, like maybe you're doing great and you feel like you are doing the things that are nourishing, like the nourishing behaviors for your body, but you still feel that pressure. Mm-hmm. Well, that's when you can ask yourself like, yeah, where is that coming from? Like why? Yeah. Um, oh, go ahead. I'll say, why, why aren't you hot right now? Like if you think you need to lose 20 pounds, though, like why aren't you hot exactly as you are? Like, that's my question for you. <laughs> like, why right, aren't like, you? Exactly. And I think like, we've talked about this before, but like that idea that like, when I look hot in a bikini and drop the 20 pounds, or when I drop the 20 pounds and I'll look really hot and I'll be confident in a bikini. And although for some people that might be true, it's the people who I think, do the mental work as well, who can feel that and be like, yes, I feel really good. And I feel because they're, they're simultaneously doing that, that mental work. Mm-hmm. The people who more often than not, who quickly drop the weight, they're what's the word opposite of pleasant. They're, they're sorely mistaken and <laughs> upset when they society might be like, have lost the 27 pounds and look really great in the bikini, but they can't even feel it because yeah. they didn't do any of that that mental work. And they, in their eyes, they probably still feel like they need to lose more and more and more weight. But in reality, it's Mm -hmm. not really the weight we, it's the weight of the pressure that we're feeling that we have to lose. Yeah. I wish our society could just broaden, like you said, like conventional beauty standards, because that's where I'm like, you don't even have to subscribe. Like, again, you can, if you like want to like, again, let it spur you to feel motivated to do better health behaviors. But I would caution anybody to rely on that primarily for motivation to change their behaviors because 
again, to me, that feels like an external thing versus like a, it feels great to work out versus I'm going to look a certain way if I work out. They're two very different sentiments. And so it's a fine line of using your appearance to motivate you. Like if you're doing it, use it as a positive, but then as you do it, tune into yourself to say, Hey, how does it feel to make these changes? Because if you're making changes that feel good, you're probably going to keep them up versus the unsustainable thing. That's actually again, unhealthy for your nourishment for your like physical health, mental health, et cetera. So. Right. I think, yeah. And I, I know we're wrapping up here, but I, I agree. I feel like using the external, even like the externalness of, Oh, the summer's coming, like use that as a way to kind of get yourself off the couch, if you will, but absolutely tune in to how your body feels when you are doing those nourishing behaviors and shifting that motivation coming from internal, that intrinsic motivation, like you were saying, Lucy, is really important because that's what's going to give you the sustainability of doing the nourishing things when it's coming Mm -hmm. from inside of you, when yes, the physical, the outward appearance, like that is a result of your efforts most of the time. But like the thing that really keeps you going is that intrinsic motivation that's, I think, when you can really make it, you can really be nourished in mind, body, and soul um, all seasons of the year mm-hmm. because it feels, it feels good internally versus just always cheat, like externally being motivated to change your body yeah. and yourself. So, And like last thing that I'll say on this is because I think when you take that action that feels good, like you're saying exactly, it's like it feels good. It makes you feel good every season of the year we're proving that like false stereotype that like you've lost, like you don't care about your body or you've like let go or whatever. Like, I hate that. I hate that stereotype with body size, but you're actively proving that wrong. So no matter what you look like, when you're showing yourself through actions on a daily basis, that you are very much caring for your well being, your health, physically, mentally, emotionally, that fear isn't going to be rearing its head or have as much of an impact on you when you're like, again, you're showing yourself that you care about yourself through action. So definitely a hot topic. And I think our, again, I'm a, I'm gonna put this out there. Curiosity, not judgment. If you're, however you're feeling, delve into it with some curiosity, hold yourself with compassion. Yes. Let us know. I know. I feel like we both wish we could say something more um, (laughs) simple or just more like more of what you guys want to hear, but it's a hard, it's like a complicated topic. And we, we recognize it's not easy to sift through the feelings of pressure. And I think everyone kind of gets to the quote unquote, other side of it, if you will, in their own way. So there really is no direct answer, but these are just some things to kind of keep in mind as you're maybe feeling the pressure with the summer approaching. Um, And we'd love to know, like, if you're someone listening who maybe made it on, made it to that other side where like, now you're like, oh yeah, summer's coming. Don't care. But I used to care. Um, Please write into, into us. Cause we'd love to know. We'd love to share that. That would really, I think, inspire others, help others, show other people that there is a way to the other side. What are the things that personally have helped you? Um, We always want to hear from you. And if maybe you're not quite there on the other side of things yet, that's okay. Also, we'd also love to hear from you. What's what's the hardest part for you personally um, about this time of year? You can always, you know, send us a message on Instagram, leave a comment on any podcast platform. Um, We're here. We're so here for it. Yeah. We would love to hear your input, how you're feeling. If this resonates, if this doesn't resonate again, where you are, how you got there. But I think this is 
a great place to cap. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we will see you next time. Find us on all the socials and um, let us know what you'd like to hear next. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Deep Dietitians podcast. Michelle and I would love to connect with you over on Instagram. You can find us at Deep Dietitians and please DM us or take a screenshot of this episode and tag us in it. Let us know what you think. If you haven't already hit that subscribe button and share this episode with a friend, if you think they would find value in it, or if you yourself thought it was interesting, we look forward to talking to you on the next episode. And until then stay connected with yourself.